literally look up from Chinatown because of like the buildings are they're amazing. The architecture there is insane. Um, so that's like when I bring my friends out that aren't from town, I'm like, remember to like look up too. That was musician Ava Lynch. I'm Jeff, and this is Storied San Francisco. Every week on this podcast, you'll hear from musicians, artists, entrepreneurs, and San Franciscans from all walks of life, telling stories, sharing personal histories, and trying to put into words what makes this city so special. Welcome to episode 44, part one. Ava has a few connections to storied San Francisco. We know her dad, Mike Lynch, thanks to Daryl Lim. Mike was season one, episode 47 of the podcast, and you met Daryl on season one, episode 43. One of Ava's high school teachers, Dino Medardo Rosso, appeared this season in episode 19. Ava has been playing the drums for quite a while, considering she's only 18. In this podcast, she shares impressions of growing up in Visitation Valley and visiting her grandma in Chinatown. She talks about finding the freedom to express herself in high school, and a show she went to at the San Francisco Rock Project, which marked the beginning of her musical journey. Here's Ava. You have the distinction of being so far the youngest uh, storyteller on this on this podcast, the youngest wow. guest. So congratulations! Thank you so much. Also, congratulations on re- on uh, graduating. Yeah. How did that feel? It was nice. First. Yeah, graduating. Wow, it was. It came all at once, like really fast, and like I don't know, like gradu graduating. I don't graduating. Did you feel like? Because I remember being in high school, I was like, it's never going to end. Yeah, it definitely felt like that, um, like, sophomore and junior year. But I'm going to admit, like, I did like high school a lot. Like, I lived two blocks away from my school, so I would walk, you know, and um, it was it was super nice. It would, They incorporated a lot of arts into their curriculum, so it was kind of perfect for me. Which, which school did you go it to? It was the San Francisco Waldorf High School. Yes. Yeah. Which listeners might remember uh, Dino... Medardo Rosso. Shout is out. A, is a teacher the best, there. And literally. You know. Yeah, literally, yeah. actually yeah. the best. Yeah. Tell me about your early life in San Francisco. Like some of your first memories or, or some yeah. of some of your first best memories. I just like I remember freeways going so much faster, you know, getting driven into downtown and like um just just being so much it would be so much faster to get to places like even just a couple more years ago. Um, where my dad works, you know, um, not as much foot traffic, you know, it was like, it was an alleyway basically back then, you know, nobody would go down there. Um, but the ballpark was already open. Yeah, it was already open. Um, so there was some foot traffic than that, but But other than that, like, no, not really. Um, yeah, growing up here. Did you grow up in this house? No, I didn't. I actually grew up in Visitation Valley, like, um, and that, like, not Excelsior, like, uh, like kind of near Excelsior, actually, mm-hmm. um, in that area. Mm-hmm. So we would have to, like, it was, like, you know, in San Francisco, but you had to, like, get a little drive-in to actually get into, like, downtown and stuff. And, right. Yeah. Did you like the neighborhood? I did. Um, I didn't really get to, like, explore much because it wasn't the safest neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I went to preschool in Chinatown, so oh. that was, like, 
the complete opposite from where I was, mm-hmm. and that was super funny. It was like kind of like the sketchiest preschool because it was like in the heart of Chinatown and like right. just like people definitely didn't have their credentials, you know. Mm. And that's, <laughs> but it was like um, it was fun, like um, growing up and like seeing you know Chinatown. Mm-hmm. For, yeah. Do you still have really? I know that. Your mom grew up? Yeah, my mom um, was born in Hong Kong, and then when she was three, moved out here, so, like, the 70s, and my grandmother still lives in the same apartment, paying her $600 rent for her, like, giant, you know, apartment, like, that she clearly doesn't keep up with, but... You know, yeah. If you can't be bo- if you're paying six hundred dollars, you can't be bothered oh to keep gosh, your place. Up. I can only, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tell people that, and they're just like, "Are you joking?" Like, right. what? Well, she's been there. I'm exactly. guessing since what seventy, 70s? literally seventy. Yeah. yeah, nice. Yeah, it's really cool. And and she's still there now. Yeah, she is. Do you have other family in Chinatown? No, nope, she's the only one. Mm-hmm. We my um. I guess my mother's uncle, I don't know what he would be associated with me. He owned a jewelry great store. Uncle. Yeah. So my great uncle um, owned a jewelry store in oh. Chinatown as well. So we had that. Um, yeah. Do you remember going there as a kid? Or? Yeah, I did. Um, it, just a lot of jade. I remember trying on jade and like um, he always had a distinct smell to him, mm. you know. That, that sort of thing. So growing up in Visitation Valley, you said you went to preschool in, yeah, in Chinatown? Yeah. But did, did China... What did you think? As a super young kid, what did you think? Just constantly like being immersed in just like all of the shops there and like the culture. I could fluently... Like, I could understand Cantonese back then. Oh. And fl- like, I wasn't fluent in to speak it, but I understood it completely mm-hmm. because you're it was just surrounded by it mm-hmm. the entire time. And looking at all the shops we would go we would walk down to this playground where like homeless people would hang out but like <laughs> oh the walk there you know we would um look at all the shops and just being like in awe you know just complete awe and i think like sometimes i feel like people forget to like literally look up from chinatown because of like the buildings are they're amazing the architecture there is insane mm-hmm. um so that's like when i bring my friends out that aren't from town i'm like remember to like look up to you know and and I mean, even the the street lights in chinatown are yeah amazing. the little lanterns and everything yeah yeah cool so um so you went to preschool there where did you go to i guess elementary school yeah so i went to saint anne's which is a catholic school uh, i believe on funston where that andronicos is you know that big pink build like it's like a giant it's it's that school um and that's where i learned discipline for like (laughs) the first time like totally like i had to wear the uniform every day itchy wool sweater you know mean i mean not mean but you know just like one way of looking at things kind of mentality strict yeah in other words strict as hell um but I learned there to like what I definitely did not like and what I did like. And that was easy for me to decide um, just going to like a really strict school. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, after that, did you go to public school or did you no, ever go to public I'd school? I actually never, went, never to went to public school. school. Okay. Yeah. So, so after um, St. Anne's. I went to, yeah, Waldorf. Which oh, straight is, to Waldorf. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you must have been. Stoked. It was ecstatic. You know, yeah. just like I got to wear what I want. I got to 
finally dye my hair, like, just talk to people that, like, you know, were interested in what I had to say, you know, and I felt like I was shut down a lot at that old school, which, you know, it made me want to rebel in a way, but I don't know, I had such, like, a good family, a good upbringing, I didn't feel the need to rebel at all, because I was in, I had a good situation. Yeah, you have cool parents. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Definitely. I mean, like, if I had parents like yours, I wouldn't have had to... Re- I would exactly. still be the... I'd be the same person. Yeah. I just would have re- walked right into it. Like, I am never shut down. I always, like, have been in, like, situations where my parents are like, go for it. Just do it. Like, why not? Like, why wouldn't you want to just try things out? And that has just been... I feel really privileged to have that, you know? Yeah. So how... Uh, what grade... Were you in when you switched over to Walter? So I graduated eighth grade, so from that Catholic school, and then started high school. Got it. Yeah. Okay. At Waldorf. Yeah. And so, (laughs) so once you got to Waldorf, you said stuff like, you know, you dyed your hair. Yeah. What what other kind of like what other kind of changes happened? Um. Let's see. I feel my drumming. I just finally got to become confident, which I didn't really know that I could do back then like like any sort of confidence I did have was like so minute and like I didn't want to like express any like any sort of like rebellious energy I had because I was too afraid to and I just and I also I didn't need to I didn't feel the need to um but other than that but you did already play drums yeah for a little bit but I didn't feel I feel like when I started high school, I finally got to, like, push myself to where I was too afraid to, like, push myself at all back when I was in, like, elementary school, you know, afraid of what people would have to say and stuff. But once I got to high school and found people that, like, liked the same music as me and stuff, it, like, it made me feel more passionate about, Mm -hmm. like, music in general and being surrounded by people that I want to be surrounded with, you know, and not taking in others' opinions as right. much as I did before, you know? Would you say one of the changes, like, you, because you did already play a little bit, mm-hmm. um, one of the changes might have been that you were allowed to be more expressive? Exactly, yeah. I found my, like, voice in a way, you know, which I didn't know that I had. Um, and... And that's not part of any class. It's like... No, it's... No, that's just the freedom literally, to... Literally, yeah, literally. Be more yourself. Exactly, exactly. I was I was I was happy all the time. I was I've never been like, you know, in a weird state or anything, mm-hmm. but somehow going just surrounding myself with people that like I wanted to surround myself with just can make such a change. Yep. You, you found know? you found your people. Exactly. Yeah. You already had your family. Yeah. And that's awesome. And that's great. But you need more than that, you know. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. Um so so yeah, so it sounds like um I, I definitely want to talk about a little bit about you and your mm-hmm. life, which a lot of it is schooling because of your age at this yeah. point. But um, but then, but then also want to talk about your music. Yeah. And so we've already kind of touched on that a little bit. But yeah. um, how did you get started? What ha- what happened? How did you end up behind the drum kit? <laughs> um, so we had a friend, um, whose daughter was in this music program called the San Francisco Rock Project, and they invited us to a show. And I saw her play the drums, and I was like, I want to do that. Like, What age were you? I think I was 10. Okay. And 
like it was so obvious that she demanded the stage you know like it was her like she was in her world and like oh my god and I was like I want to do that I want to like I want to have that confidence you know um and then from there um I went and I became a student at the San Francisco Rock Project and that's where I um, learned to drum for the first time and that was in 2010 I think wow. yeah okay you've been yeah. there for a while yeah nice. um and ever since then um it's just kind of gone up because that program was the after-school program I needed right that j- just to like take the stress off and just to be with people like I said that I wanted to surround myself with you know so for me and for people who don't know mm-hmm. tell us about San Francisco Rock Project because I don't think so it's a nonprofit organization that teaches kids from the age of 18, 8 to 18 how to play music. Okay. And you start out with an instrument, and then from there, you get to play in these different shows that they have that they offer. Um, and that can be anywhere from like punk to jazz to blues. And you get to sign up, you get to play music that like you're not usually traditionally like you would listen to or anything, but it exposes you to so much and it did so much for me as a kid and like um and I'm only 18 and I feel like that school or like that program I I needed that for like the really fragile years in my life when like I you know I just didn't know what I liked and what I didn't like and um the teachers there and the program itself just helped me find my voice nice um and they do shows around San Francisco um, do they put the bands together or how yeah does that work? so it's like they have the like it's different programs you start as like a new rocker which is like when you're beginning to play and then they have the season shows you can sign up for and then house band which is like kind of like the elite mm-hmm. and I remember getting the offer to be in house band and I was like this is this is it this okay. is the biggest like moment of it. my entire life and yeah. I've like done it um yeah um and then once you get to that point in house band where um, you can play music um, with kids your age without a teacher, it's it's the most freeing thing. And they allowed us to do that, and it was it was the coolest thing to have at that age. That was Ava Lynch. Join us Thursday when Ava will talk about the band she's in today. Music for the podcast is by Otis McDonald. Film photography is by Michelle Kilfeather. You can find all our podcasts over on our website, storiedsf.com. While you're there, please help support what we do by going to our store page and choosing from several different pledge levels. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can now subscribe to our podcast on YouTube. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, do us a favor and rate and review the show, please. And if you have any feedback or potential guests for us, our email is storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>